Unfortunately, Jay's not here tonight, but we have me and my boy Mark here. Say what's up, Mark. What's going on? Yeah, because we're all awesome and stuff. Anyway, so we got a lot to talk about. So I had to bring up the stuff with the NFL stuff really fast because I am actually a dumb person and forgot to bring up the scores and stuff. So That's great. That is great. I know, because I'm so good at it. Now, wait, are we going over? We're going to go over the games and do the predictions. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. It, all right. So, well, the Thursday night football game, you know, Vikings and Rams. They went to L.A. and the Rams won. Uh, this did not shock me at all, 38-31. Yeah, I don't think it was very shocking. Now, um, actually, actually, do you remember back when the Vikings got Kirk Cousins and I was saying how dumb of a move it was for them to pay him that much guaranteed money? And my my point was, when you're going to play, if you're going to pay a player that much money, it's going to be because you have that goal to win the Super Bowl. And I said, Kirk Cousins is a stats guy. He's not going to win you a Super Bowl. That game right there showed you exactly what I was talking about. Um, it really is. And well, actually, no, the Buffalo Bills game really showed that. <laughs> from uh two weeks ago but um oh yeah that's right that was um, a good game <laughs> for the bills <laughs> we'll take the our only win of the season but uh probably the only one we'll get but we'll get to that later um the rams just wow goff is a real deal i wow yeah uh the rams I hate to say this, I really do, because, you know, I'm a life lifelong Eagles fan, and, you know, we finally got that ring, but I look at it this year, and I don't think the Eagles are a bad team, but I just think the Rams are so good, and I'm like, I knew that from this offseason, especially looking at what they did last year, and see what they're doing this season is, is good. McVay is a good coach. I, I get the feeling he's going to be like the next Belichick or something. Don't, don't quote me on that, because... Things change. I've seen it change. So, yeah, <laughs> definitely don't quote me on that. I will quote you on that later. Anyways. So, all right. This, you know, everyone was shocked about this. Um, everyone thought, oh, the Dolphins were just going to run in and win this game. I didn't think this was going to happen. So the Dolphins got humiliated by the Patriots 38-7. to seven. Um, Yeah, I mean... Look, the Dolphins, they've looked good, but we all know what always happens with the Patriots. As long as they still have Brady and Belichick, they always know how to they always know how to show it, you know what I mean? Um, unfortunately the Dolphins still have a lot to prove and this game shows that. Yeah, well, I don't know. It, it's it's amazing to me with the Dolphins. Because it's like, oh, Tannehill wins games. Oh, Tannehill's a franchise quarterback. Tannehill loses a game. Oh, Tannehill's a bust. Get rid of him. This always happens with Miami over the last couple of years with him. And it's it's really sad. It It, it is. Well, um, you know, a good friend of mine is a Dolphins fan. And coming into the season, I said to him, I said, you know, I feel like your team would be a lot better if they didn't have Tannehill. 
and his thing. He's lo- he loves Tannehill, and I keep telling him, you know, there was like last season when they got Jay Cutler, he was like, oh yeah, Jay Cutler's going to be great. And I'm like, no, he's not. Neither is Tannehill. You guys need a better quarterback. Tannehill is um, is like below Nick Foles. I like Nick Foles, but that inconsistency is is there. It's glaring. It's becoming more obvious every day. Uh, unfortunately. Yeah, true, true. I mean, I I figured this was going to be it, like the Dolphins were going to take him lightly, and yeah, the Patriots just completely destroyed him. I figured, you know, it's why I I don't get why people were shocked, but it is what it is. This game kind of shocked me. The Bear, the Buccaneers, traveling to the Bears, winning forty eight to ten, and for some reason, Mitchell Trubinsky looked like a franchise quarterback. How did this happen? <laughs> Hey, I remember a show last year where we were having a little bit of a, de- a debate about this. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, like I said, I mean, Trubisky, he, he could be a good quarterback. And then you also have to keep in mind, their new head coach is is pretty good. And and I think a lot of people forget, you know, a lot of coaches that come out of Andy Reid's system tend to do pretty well. Some of them only do well for a season. Some of them continue to do well. I think Nagy's going to be a great coach going forward, and I think he's really got the team prepared. As for the Buccaneers, I always feel like with Fitzpatrick, you know, he, he'll show you some flashes of greatness, and you'll be like all in love with him. I mean, you should know this as, you know, as a Bills fan. Yes. And he lets you down eventually. And normally it's after he gets, uh, you know, I think it's after he gets a good paycheck, right? Yeah, Um but he was like four and one or something. And then they signed him. The bill signed with like a three year deal. And it was a lot of money. And after that, poof, let's go. Yeah. Well, that, well, that, that was also like with this game, they didn't know what was going to happen. If, you know, Winston was going to be back this week or not. And they went with Fitz, Fitzpatrick. And I think that stuff kind of goes to his head. you know, maybe that's his, his biggest issue. I mean, you saw how he was dressed up after the one game. He thought he was, uh, you know. Hey, that was awesome. <laughs> but here's the thing. Winston came into the game. He was actually worse. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have expected him to do too well. But, I mean, that team needs more than – I don't think even one of those two quarterbacks is a long-term answer, to be honest with you. I think at a point, Winston looked like he was going to be great. But um, he is – just not really showing a lot of signs of it right now. I don't know. Maybe that'll change. I know he's been off. He, you know, guy needs practice. You know, he needs to knock off some rust. But I think it kind of goes beyond that. Yeah. Well, see, I don't know. It's just like there's this Winston always plays like that, though. He's so turnover prone. And he proved it again. And it's like it's the same thing. And it's like I want to like him, but you can't. And with Fitzpatrick, like every God, he's like the biggest tease ever. It's like, man, this guy really can get it done. And then, no. It's kind of like, you know, you know when you buy like a dollar store, like phone charger, because uh, you think that you're saving money and it's so awesome and you make it your exclusive charger and then within like two weeks it dies. That's Ryan Fitzpatrick right there. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think I think you're right on that one. I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, it's pretty much what you're getting. Exactly. Because I don't. Because I used to buy those stupid freaking chargers. All right. 
So we got we got the Lions going down to Dallas and losing to the Cowboys 26 to 24. And this was a game I did not watch or cared about because I think both teams won't make the playoffs. You think they both will make the playoffs? Is that won't. Won't. Um, I, I'm not sold on the Cowboys, you know, but I, I've been fooled by teams before. Now, I, I remember us, you know, talking at that point last year about how Cowboys were a very me, me, me team. They didn't play together as a team. And I think you saw a lot of that this offseason when they released Des Bryant and Jason went and decided to retire and all that. You, you really started seeing some of those cracks in the team. And then when the season started, um, you could tell that it was going to be a struggle for them. Their defense, I don't think is that bad. But yeah, I, I don't see Cowboys going to the playoffs. This game really, I think, played out exactly how it should have, though. Uh, with the Cowboys getting the win, just a very close game, though. Yeah. Um, the reason why I'm saying that is I, I – I don't believe in Dak. I don't. I just, I don't think he's good enough. Like, he, it's like, I, I said this quote on social media. I said, he reminds me of like a Brady Quinn. I think Brady Quinn could excel better in that offense than Dak Prescott. Um, I think that Dak Prescott has the skills, but I think his rookie year really got to his head. Um, and I think that's a problem. They they talk about early success in the NFL. And with Dak Prescott, he had early success in the NFL. And I think that he felt he didn't need to grow anymore. You know, he he was a superstar. He was going to continue to be a superstar. And now we're seeing that star fading out. So until he gets his mind right, I don't see him progressing any. I just think that um, especially – Unfortunately for him being in Dallas, that's a different type of town. That's a town where your head's inflated, you know. I know what the Cowboys were trying to do with him. They wanted to be like a Russell Wilson, like so much. But here's the thing. Dak Prescott failed, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. It took a miracle catch for the Packers even when that playoff game against the Cowboys. But Dak Prescott is not Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, he got the Seahawks to the playoffs under a really not so good offensive line. Yeah, I mean they're they're similar but yet very different, I think, in, in the, the mindset. And I think that's really where it comes down to. I mean their skill sets are similar. I think Russell Wilson, you know, even you know, is pretty above uh Dak there, but they're similar. Um but I think Russell Wilson it seems like he has more of a worker's mindset. I just don't see that on attack. And I, I might be wrong. I don't know. I'm not there, uh, you know, at their practice facility. I don't see what they're doing. But I, it's just a vibe that I get, the feeling I get from watching him. Um, it just doesn't seem like he really wants to put all that work that needs to be put into it to become great. So, anyway, I don't want to get too – I don't want to get – I don't want to get too far on this because we got a lot of games to get through. Yes. We have to go through some picks for this week. And, so. and, and the next game I am going to rant about. So the Buffalo Bills travel to the Green Bay Packers and get shut out 22 to nothing. And I talk trash 
all week because I live in freaking Wisconsin. I talk a lot of trash because I love my Bills. I love my Cleveland Browns. Those are my two teams. And this team just freaking sucked. It was unbelievable. Like, and it, it was that freaking the ball offense. I I have like went on rants and tirades about this was the stupidest thing ever when they hired him as offensive coordinator. Because if you watch this game, you would see how bland, vanilla, and boring this offense was. It, it was it was incredible. Like, um, seriously, Mike Patton easily knew what he was doing. Everything. Like, it was like, he knew every call, everything. He wasn't cheating. No, it's just the play calling was that predictable. Me sitting on a chair, probably you eating a bag of Frito-Lays could have predicted every play he was doing. Frito-Lays? I don't know. What, do you want nacho cheese and bean dip with it, or what? For you to sit there, you just sit there like, oh, yeah, that's a run. Second down and eighth, that's going to be a run. Third down, that's going to be a pass. And then not only that, the other problem, too, is Josh Alton was very inaccurate that game. Well, well, you know, they said that was one of his biggest problems is his accuracy. Now, that can be worked on. Um, but I, I got to be honest with you. What you're saying about the coaching staff, I think, is pretty on point. I just don't know if this staff has what it takes to get this team where they want it to be. Now, I understand last year they squeaked themselves into the playoffs, but I, um, I think the Bills are another one of those teams that's, that's going to need some work. But you know, have hope. You know, uh, the the Packers. They're a good team. They kind of remind me of the Patriots a little bit. When when you think, you know, maybe they're going to have a bad season, they come out and they're just like, no, no, no. We're just toying with you. See, we're going to whoop these teams up. So, yeah. Yeah, so let's – I don't know. It's, something about the Bills really just really set me off. Maybe it's because, like, the head coach looks like a cone head. Do you remember that movie? The yes. yes, I do. He does. His freaking forehead's like eight inches thick. It's freaking horrifying. I, I mean, seriously, if I had a child, I'd hide it from it. Anyways, uh, let's move on. So, <laughs> so we had the Texans and the Colts, and the Texans won 37 to 34. I have one question. Why did the Colts uh, score 34 points? Why did they score 34 points? Yeah, the Texans allegedly have a defense. Why did the Colts, with all they have is Andrew Luck and one receiver? They don't even have a running back anymore. How how the heck did they score 34 points in this game? Um, Well, I mean, I look at the Colts and I realize that Frank Reich, has a lot of potential to be a great coach. And I feel like his game plan and the way that he's getting them ready, I think is, is part of the reason why they're able to pull that off. Um, yeah, they lost, but 
I guess the bigger surprise to me in this game is that it took so long for the Texans to get a win. This was their first win, right? Yes. Uh, I mean, I thought the Texans were going to come out of the gates, you know, hitting on all cylinders, you know. Uh, so the fact that it took them this long, that's more of a shocker to me than them winning this game. Nothing against the Colts. I think it could have went either way. It's probably why it was so close. But, um, you know, I look at the Texans, and they got a lot of potential. I look at the Colts. I think they're missing some pieces, but I think they have great coaching. Hopefully they stick with Reich and let them build this team. Uh, you get the right pieces in there, they're going to be a good team. I don't think they're going to fire Reich after one season. No, they're not the Browns. I don't think they fire coaches after one season. Hey, they get – Wait, who, didn't they fire Chud after one season? Yeah, yeah. They did. which yeah. was which was ridiculous. But they gave up a Mike Patton. To, anyways, we'll go. We'll we'll talk about that on another show. All right. So we had the New York Jets go to the Jaguars, and the Jaguars dominated, and nobody was shocked or cared. Yeah, it makes me wonder if we should even bother talking about this game. Although, before we get into this, I also want to bring up. Did we miss Bengals and Falcons? Or are we talking about that a little bit later? That's the next game. Oh, okay. All right. I'm looking at a different screen now. Oh, uh, I'm looking at it from NFL.com. Yeah, same here. Um, all right. So, Jags and Jets. Um, I'm sorry, Jets fans. You're going to be going through a lot of pains. Um, which is something that you see a lot, actually, when, especially with your offense, when your coach is a defensive coordinator. Um, I don't think that the Jets are going to be good anytime soon. I don't think that it's their quarterback's problem. I think he's going to be a good quarterback. Um, the Jaguars, man, haven't they, like, just, at a 360 over the last two years where last year they came out and they were looking like the Patriots and this year they're coming out doing the same thing. So, I mean, I expect that to continue for a bit, which is good for Jags. You know, they deserve it. No, as a Bills fan, I'm pretty pissed off about this. <laughs> yeah, was it? Tug Barone walked out on the Bills after he didn't get us in the playoffs and just immediately makes the Jaguars like Super Bowl threats. I'm so fucking pissed off about that. (laughs) Oh, man. I am like, I can't, I'm like, I hope he fails in Jacksonville. Next thing you know, Jacksonville's like this legit playoff. Then they beat the Bills when the Bills came back to the playoffs. Well, you know, Doug Marone, he did a good job with the Bills, and I know there was, you know, a lot there. It was just- I know, I know what was going on, right? Uh, the GM at the time, Whaley, he was so hell bent on EJ Manuel, and Marone brought in Kyle Orton. He did not want EJ Manuel at all. That's why he was initially going to have Kevin Cobb. Uh, Cole, is it Cole? Uh, just call him Cobb. I don't know what the frick his name is. I don't know um, if anybody cares. 
Well, he didn't do anything. <laughs> well, you know. Um. Yeah. So they wanted, but he had a concussion, so that didn't work. So they had to start EJ Manuel, which was ridiculous because EJ Manuel, you, you could cl- does he is he even with the team now? I don't think so. Um. Uh... Something tells me he was on the Raiders. I don't know if he's no, still- no. They cut him when they signed AJ Ma- when they traded for AJ McCarron. Oh, uh, then I'm not sure. I have to look that up. Um, I guess we should know this before we bring it up, huh? <laughs> um, I think even looking at that, I I, I really don't think Kyle Orton or EJ Manuel or. Kevin Cobb or Cole or any of them really would have been good. He had the concussion and um, uh, it was in preseason. I think it was like week three and that was it. That was, that was the first career because he had so many because he took some brutal ones in Philadelphia. He took some in uh, Arizona and then he went to, um, and then he went to Buffalo and the last one was the last one. And I think to this day, he's still recovering from those symptoms. I don't know. But anyways, E.G. Manuel was not ready to start. He wasn't a good quarterback. He was, I don't even get why they even drafted him in the first round. I never understood. But anyways, anyways, let's move on. Let's move on past that because we still have a lot of stuff to do. Um, We'll do this on, we'll probably do this uh, show again, like in the next few days or something. Um. So the next game, so the Packer game is done. We talked about the Texans and Colts game, did we? Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about uh, Bengals and Falcons. Yeah, let's go Bengals Falcons. Um, I was not shocked about this. The Bengals, I I said this, or um, I was saying this to people earlier. The Bengals are um, people are sleeping on the Bengals, and it's like they're not a bad team. This did not surprise me at all. Um, and the Falcons have a very weak defense. So I knew the Bengals would win. So that's where I was at. Um, I don't I don't want to talk too much about this game. I will say um, they're both good teams. I think that the Bengals coming into the season – Nobody was really, except for, I guess, Bengals fans, nobody was really paying too much attention to the Bengals, really. Um, They were just kind of one of those afterthought teams, you know. Uh, I think they came out and surprised some teams this year. As for the Falcons, I think um, they're really hit or miss so far. I mean, it's only been, what, what are we in week? This is week four. So, um, there's still some time to tell, but it just seems like Atlanta has a really hard time. Uh, yeah, well, when you're giving up that many points or loose games, and it's sad the Falcons have the offense, but lacking, you know what they remind me of? The Kansas City Chiefs from, like, way back when, like, in 2006, when they had, like, all the offensive power, but they have no defense. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. Okay, now I'm going to let you go on a full rant about this game. So the Eagles travel to Tennessee. I'm going to go get a Sprite as you talk about this. Okay. This is farther than a quarterback issue. I just, like, this is, like, everyone's blaming, like, it was Nick Foles, and now Carson Wentz, like, oh, he doesn't have it anymore. It's like, I saw this, and I'm like, what? See, I don't don't think it's a quarterback issue at all. No, it's not. Um, Their offense worries me because I don't understand why you have all these weapons and yet you you can't have a close weapons. I don't know if it's the play calls or the defenses that they've been playing, but we need to figure out something with that offense. Well, one of the biggest problems is you don't have that workhorse running back like Blount anymore. Um, but Jay Ajayi is a good running back. Yes, he's good like as a secondary back. But if you make him the worst workhorse running back, it's not going to work. He, he's kind of like, what was that running back? Uh, CJ, well, I'm not going to say CJ Spiller, but I'm going to say like somewhere along the lines of a... Laguerre um, Blunt. No, who was that Browns running back from back in the day? And he oh, made the cover of Man 12? Oh, Hillis? Peyton Hillis? Yes. He's a Peyton Hillis type running back. And the thing is, it's like, yeah, he's a tough, he's a tough work. Um, he's a tough running back, but you need that Blount running back also. Like, you don't have that anymore, and it sucks. You don't have that workhorse. I think that's why they were considering bringing up some cap space and trading for Le'Veon Bell. If they did that, that would be a game changer. Yeah, it definitely would. But um, that's a lot of money, and right now their salary cap is just horrendous. Trade Nick Foles to the 49ers and like go get him, um, and then go get him. Wasn't I just talking about that? I feel like I was saying that the other day. And somebody was dead. That would free up cast base. You could probably get like someone like Matt Moore. Oh God! Why would you wish that on us for a backup? No. Derek Anderson. Night Studfield is good enough. What about Derek Anderson? No, Nate Sudfeld. Oh come on, Anderson was fine. No, Nate Sudfeld. All right, fine. Good enough. Get Brady Quinn out of retirement? Dude, what are you on, man? <laughs> Nate Sudfeld is better than all these quarterbacks. I'm just players. kidding. All right. All right. Um, so we got the Seattle Seahawks going to Arizona, and they win at 20 to 17. And I don't like Josh Rosen. I don't think anybody does. Everything about him, I saw him play. Screams bust. What do you think? I think you can't say that someone's a bust until you have them to grow. He he does not move under pressure. He reminds me of like kind of like a Jew Bledsoe, but the thing is, the game it's not like that anymore. You have to do things to be a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. And especially with Arizona's 
awful offensive line, dude, you're not going to win a game. Um, like seriously, the guy stands like he overthrows everything. He's not accurate. This guy has no reason being on the field right now. Well, why don't you tell Sam Bradford that? No, start Mike Lennon, if anything. My point being is a lot of people were really down on Sam Bradford after the first couple of weeks. And they say, oh, Josh Rosen's going to be our savior. Well, the truth is, how can you be your savior when you can't stand up and go along with yeah. Okay. Any Cardinals fans that are blaming Sam Bradford for your downfall is ridiculous. That, like, you don't know football. You don't know how it works. Um, I know that sounds brutal, but seriously, Bradford has, like, I don't know what happened with that Cardinals offense. Well, they had problems last year, didn't they? Isn't that why Carson Palmer got injured for the year? Yeah. Um, isn't that why, like, um, Drew Stanton got rocked a lot? Like, come on. I mean, they had to rely on Blaine Gabbert. Think about that. <laughs> I think that them starting Josh this early was a really bad idea. You know what it reminds me of? Um... With the team, with the offensive line, this way, David Carr. Wow! Yeah, yeah. Because I see the footwork. I see his. It, it's so David Carr. It is. And That's he's going to get destroyed unless they start drafting better for offensive line. Well, you know, you know maybe they should have been offensive line. Instead of drafting a quarterback in the first round. You know, there was a quarterback that was a Super Bowl MVP that would have been a great fit for their team. If they would have drafted some linemen and got him, they probably would have been all right. So I think what that was down to is the GM and your coach. And another thing is, we knew Arians was phoning it in during his last season. What's this new coach's excuse again? I don't know. All right. But all right, all right, all right. right. Let's move on. Let's move on because we still got to do picks. All right. We still got Cleveland and Oakland, remember? Oh, God. I don't want to talk about this game. So the Cleveland Browns travel to the Oakland Raiders. And we lose 45 to 42. You know what? I don't want to hear it. This is why. Now you're a Cleveland Browns fan. I'm the biggest Cleveland Browns fan. You, you should be happy that your team scored 42 points. I know. I don't think – I cannot remember the last time this team scored 42 points. Exactly. My only thing is – you scored four turnover. You you gave up four turnovers, and you only lost by three. I'll take that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not mad at the Browns about this game. 
And, and I think Baker Mayfield is the only one that could be a high No, he, dude, his one starting game was better than all of Tyrod games combined. Um, Tyrod is done. He should be cut. He should be, um, he uh, should be traded to San Francisco. Um, I mean, I wouldn't risk, I, I mean, I don't want to give him that punishment. But it might work out for him. I don't know. Uh, if I no. was San Fran, I wouldn't want him. I, I, I like Tyrod, though. But I, I think I've given up on him as a starter. Well, maybe maybe back up. Well, maybe the XFL can have him next year. Maybe. All right. Then he's going to be a starter there. There you go, Tyrod. The XFL's waiting for you. But, yeah, like um, – I'm not mad about this game. I was shockingly not mad about this game when I watched it, right? And um, it was weird because um, I missed half of the game. I had to rewatch the game. I, I had to rewatch it because the Bills game was so unbelievably boring. I fell asleep because the offense couldn't do anything. Um, well, literally, they didn't have an appointment on the board. But no, like the Browns and the Raiders, this was a good game. It was awesome. Uh, Baker Mayfield, yeah, he made some he made some mistakes, but it, they were rookie mistakes. You know, it, it is what it is. It, it was his first game starting in hell. You put forty two points on the board. That's pretty impressive for a first uh, for a first day starting. So I got no complaints. Yeah, I, I think that Cleveland should be pretty happy with where they are right now. I think that they're going to grow into a good team. Um, I don't think they're that far off. You know, I could be wrong. It tends to screw me. They better not screw this up. Hugh Jackson, if you screw this up and put Tyrod Taylor in. Oh, I, I just wanted to make this comment. Congratulations, John Gruden, on your first win. No, 3,591 days. Wow. The fact that you know that is kind of sad. No, it's right on NFL.com. <laughs> they, well, had to make a, they had to make a point about it. Wow. That's sad. Anyway, let's go on the next one. All right, Chargers 49ers, blah, blah, blah. I didn't care. Neither did I. I don't want to touch base on this too much. We're already taking too much time. Uh, congratulations, Chargers. Let's go on to the next game. All right, let's go. Okay, so the Saints head to the New York Giants, and I don't care because the Giants suck. End of story. Come on, Shermer. Come on, Shermer. He was the coach of the Browns. You know he sucks? Yeah, I I just, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is about Shermer. He's not a head coach. You know, and and you know what? That's a good, valid point. He's probably he should have stayed at all as an offensive coordinator. It's like Jeff yeah, it's Jeff like he should stay as a defensive coordinator. Todd Bowles should have stayed as a defensive coordinator. McDermott should have stayed as a defensive coordinator. They all Mike Patton, Mike Penn had to go back to the defensive um defense coordinator. Now he's doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. stay yeah. as a coordinator, guys. Come on. I know you yeah. want to take paycheck, but you're not a head coach. 
It's like yeah, it's a cameraman like, trying to be a director. It's like promoting, like, you know, like the cart guy at Walmart and making him a manager of Walmart. It's like he doesn't know what he's doing and he sucks and everything's failing and you bring him back to being a cart boy. Yeah. End of story. Anyways, so then we got the Ravens versus Steelers, uh, 26-14. And um, this is a game that we should talk about a little bit in depth. Um the Steelers are falling apart, Ben, and Le'Veon Bell, is he going to get traded? What do you think is going to happen here? I don't know. You know, I, I wish that I had that confidence. Um, so I keep getting all the feedback. It's really feeling well. Um, it's been so much Le'Veon Bell... I think at some point he's going to come back. But I think about them trading him, I really don't think they want to. It doesn't mean it won't Well, if the guy's not going to play all season, what are you going to do? Uh, are you sure he's not going to play all the season? Wait, wait, wait. Wasn't there like I, – I've read like uh, something on Pro Football Talk that he is going to sign a franchise tender. And he's going to play for the Steelers after week six. Yeah. After the trade deadline. So I guess he's going to come back. Which (laughs) I have to say this again. Jay's going to have to edit this out. Um, Man, what an asshole. Who, Bill? Yeah. Um. You know, I, I get why you say that, and that's my thoughts to coming out and doing this. Then you look at the situation with Joe Thomas. Yeah, because yeah, he tried his like, yeah. Yeah, and he was going to hold out, but he didn't. He waited and he didn't. Like, he put himself back and there's a play. And that, it, it, I, I think I read something about, you know, when he got into him, was being caught up in the field, apparently he was giving the finger to the whole Seahawks uh, bench. So, Classy. Yeah. Um, but I, I I think what, what it comes down to is, well, it's a little simple of himself. You know, he's already paid millions of dollars, and he thinks, you know, he should make something more... But he forgets that he's run back before him that they're getting paid to do the exact same thing he's doing. Like, Ryan Westbrook, you weren't complaining about it because that's part of your job. If you're halfback in the NFL, it is part of your job not to just run the ball, but catch the ball. So, where he gets off thinking he is no number one receiver money is beyond that. Um, Wanting to get what you're worth, that I understand, but you're not doing two different jobs. You're doing one job, get paid for one job. You're already getting paid a good amount. So, yeah. Um, I wish I was getting paid. So do I, man. So do I. All right. So we're done with that. Got one more. Last Remember? game before we do it. We got one more. Yeah. And then we got to do our picks. All right. So the Chiefs beat the Broncos, and I figured this was going to happen. I watched maybe 20 minutes of this game. 
Really? You missed a great game. Um, I knew the Chiefs were going to win this game. Mahomes is so good, and Case Cam was good, but I just thought the Chiefs – Andy Reid has a better offense than the Broncos. Like, the thing – and that's just kind of how it is. Your thoughts? Um, I I like what the Chiefs are doing. I – <laughs> I like Mahomes. I, Mahomes I is a man. Yeah, and I really think that he's uh, he's got a lot of talent, and he is doing some things that are pretty cool. It's pretty cool to watch him. Um, he's not giving up, and I I remember watching the second and third play and thinking to myself, "This is what is going to really show who he is as a player." He's backed up. This is his first year starting. He's backed up second and third. And is he going to give up? Or is he going to take that first down? Because it looked like at first to me, he looked a little disperse. I'm like, oh, man, don't, don't give up. Don't give up, right? Next thing you know, he gets the first down. Drives down the field, gets a touchdown, and come back and win the game. Like, that shows character. That shows that he could be a really good quarterback. I mean, has he thrown a pick yet? Has he what? Has he thrown an interception? Who? No, I I don't think. Wait, did he throw one last night? I don't know. I have to look that up right now. Big determination right now. And of course, for some, I gotta fix this PC. Can you hear me fine? Yeah, mine's acting. No, he didn't throw an interception. Oh, okay, good. All right. So, not not only has he not thrown an interception, he has a ridiculous amount of touchdowns. I mean. If you're talking about possible MVP this season, I think you got to give that one. Yeah. But you never know. Remember, Derek Anderson started red hot in 2007. Remember that? And that guy, like, made the Pro Bowl. Do you remember who Derek Anderson's coach was? Romeo Cornell. Yeah. But yeah. what kind of coach is Romeo Cannell? Defensive. All right. What kind of coach is Andy Reid? Offensive. What, what position did Andy Reid coach for the Green Bay Panthers? What? What position did Andy Reid coach for the Green Bay Panthers? Quarterback scratch. Okay. Um, you see, the reason I'm putting that out is because I see your point. But my, my thing is, I feel like Mahomes is in a good situation because he has Andrew as his coach, who's going to lead him in the direction. I don't really know if, um, I know, but we said that all about the Belichick quarterbacks, too. And um, when they leave the Patriots, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Brian Hoyer had to come back and – like, just like he probably had his head down and came running back to the Patriots. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it was sad to see. All right, that's a good point, too. I'll give you that. By the way, were you stunned that I knew everything about that? <laughs> I didn't even look at anything. Uh, no. No, All right. That's how you roll, man. That's how you roll on this show. Yeah. <laughs> Just got to know the stuff. All right. All right. All right. So. So for the picks, I'm not really going to give my reasons. I'm just going to tell you which team, okay? All right. Yeah, because we don't know what's happening. It's so early in the season. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Could be awesome. Could be scary. We don't know. So we got, for Thursday Night Football, we got the Indianapolis Colts traveling to New England. And I am actually shockingly picking – no, I'm not. I'm picking the Patriots on this game. I'm picking the Colts. What? Why? I am picking the Colts. Fair enough. Then we got the Tennessee Titans in the East. They are traveling over to the Buffalo Bills. And I actually like the Bills this game. I like the Bills too. I think they're going to come out. I think they're going to shock the Titans. Exactly. Like this is a sleeper game, and I I actually think this is going to be a good game. Yeah. That's um. A, what? That's my sleeper pick right there. All right, and then we got the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. Um, I think the Falcons are going to easily handle this. It's um this is gonna be a close one. Um I think it's really gonna boil down to how Pittsburgh's offense does. So I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Falcons on this one. All right. Then we got the Denver Broncos. They're going to New York to face the Jets, and I don't believe in Sam Darn this is not his year. And um no, Broncos are gonna win this game. I'm gonna go with the Broncos too. Then we got the Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to the Kansas City Chiefs. And you know what? This is where the Chiefs are going to get their first loss. Because Jacksonville's defense is awesome. It's solid. And that is going to be enough to rock Mahomes. You know, it's hard to disagree with you on this one. Because you make a valid point. I thought about that one myself. But... As good as the Jaguars' defense is, I think that they think pretty highly of themselves, and I think that's going to be their downfall in this game. And I think the Chiefs are going to win this. All right. Sounds good, man. Um, I got to take notes for these. Uh, Can you write down your picks for me? (laughs) All right. Um, Because next week we're going to have to see who's right and who's wrong. All right. All right, so we got the Green Bay Packers going to Detroit to face the Lions. Aaron Rodgers is going to destroy the Lions. The Lions have no defense. This is going to be an easy one. Um, this is a tough one because the Lions are so inconsistent. They could win or they could lose because okay. they – but remember, the Packers actually have a defense now. Yeah, I guess um, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Packers on this one. All right. And then we have the Ravens going to the Browns. 
I'm picking the Browns this game. I'm picking the Ravens. I'm sorry. I'll never forgive you for that pick. (laughs) Anyways, we have the New York Giants traveling to the Panthers uh, in Carolina, the beautiful state. Um, I am um, am easily going to pick the Panthers because the Giants have no offense whatsoever. Eli Manning is done. It is time for him to retire. It's like, it's so blatantly obvious. It's like, you know, when Peyton was really bad and it was time, Eli Manning should do the same. Do you not agree? I felt like that about two seasons ago. Um, but I I really think. This could be their surprise win, though. It could be. Uh, and. I'm trying to think of uh, they're playing at the Panthers. Okay, I'm going to go with Panthers. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Panthers. All right, then we got the Miami Dolphins traveling to the beautiful, beautiful state of Ohio to face the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Bengals are going to freaking kill this team. I don't think they're going to kill them, um, but it's going to be – I think Dalton has it. I already think it's done. <laughs> I'm going to go with Dolphins. What? Over the Bengals? Yeah. Dude, I was drinking a Sprite. Are you drinking something else? <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. All right. So we got the Oakland Raiders <laughs> traveling. Los Angeles to face the Chargers. Um, the Raiders had a shock win over the Browns. I think the Chargers are going to take care of business, and I think the Chargers are going to win this game. Um, I'm I'm going to go with Raiders. I might be a little pissy because the Raiders beat the Browns. <laughs> you, you know me. <laughs> But I don't know. The Raiders, I think they've been slept on, honestly. I think they are a very good 3-13 and 13 team. Very if good. They, if they keep trying, they could be 3-13. and 13. I'm very proud of them. 3-13. and 13. Okay. 3-13. All right. So, um, who's starting a quarterback for the 49ers this week? I... I think it's Bethard, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. yeah it's Bethard. Oh, Jay! Hey. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? Jay, can you give me um your picks for the game? Nah. The I'm sitting it out this time, guys. I was actually there the whole time watching y'all. <laughs> I didn't know how to do this. It's like a I know. I, I, I know. I wanted to see how you guys could do without me for a little bit, and you guys do great. I'm proud of it. All right. Yeah. You can join us on the last few picks. Yeah. Now you're doing so well this time. I'll play right. you guys next week. But go on ahead. All right. So we got the Cardinals traveling to San Francisco to face 49ers. We got Bethard starting at quarterback. Uh, do they even have a backup other than him? I don't think so. 
Uh, well, I'm going with the Cardinals. Yeah. I don't know. I'm actually picking the 49ers. Uh, the reason why is I do not believe in Ross right now. I just don't believe in him. He, he's too – he's like Drew Bledsoe, but without anything. Hold, hold up now. Hold up. The guy's new. He still has a shot of making it here. That's I mean, true. That's a, little, that's a little too soon right there, brother. He might surprise you. Yep. But the 49ers are building really well. It's not their fault that Jimmy Garoppolo got injured. Well, no, no. But, you know, Rosen, you know, the Cardinals have been looking for somebody to be a franchise guy for quite some time. And we all know Bradford just wasn't it. Well, no. The thing is, the Cardinals never had an offensive line. That's why uh, Carson Palmer got killed. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that is true. But We talked about that earlier but, on the show. But... <laughs> but. I still feel like the Cardinals are going to take this one. I maybe I think this could be their first one though. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to pick the Cardinals on this one. You know what? I changed my pick. I'm going to pick the Cardinals because you're right. All right, and now this is an interesting game. We got the Vikings versus the Eagles, guys. Well, um, I'm taking Eagles. Eagles. Vikings. Why would you pick the Vikings? Just because I despise you. No, I'm just kidding. That's dude. actually that's actually true. You know, I, I gotta dude, give him that. That's true, dude. You did that to me all last season. And I'm gonna do it to you every time we produce the show. So yeah, yeah, you're right. All right, all right. Um, and so the next game, we got the Rams going to Seattle, and actually, this is an interesting matchup. Um. No, it's not. Yeah, I know. I'm picking the Rams. <laughs> it's the even if the Rams lose, I think it's foolish to pick against the Rams against the Seahawks right now. Um, I mean, wait. You know what? I take it back. I'm picking the Seahawks. All right, good job. Um, you want to know why? This is a sleeper game of the week, and I think the Seahawks could surprise. Really? But, yes. I mean, the Seahawks have some good receivers going on, I think. But the Seahawks are outmatched in every phase of the game by the Rams right now. The only thing that you could say is that their division rivals, those games end up being a lot closer. I take back my take back my pick, and I'm going to pick the Rams. Because I just looked at the matchups, and it's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> It's like watching a horror movie for the first time. All right, and then we got uh, Jade. Do you have a pick for the Rams and Seahawks game? No, but I would say if you pick against Jared Goff, you're out of your mind. He is on fire right now. Yeah. All right, so we got the Cowboys coming to Houston, and if anybody, I I do not know who's going to win this game. Both teams are underachieving. I personally. You know what? I'm picking the Texans. I think I'm gonna pick the Cowboys on this one. I think I think Watson is better than um Dak. He is. He is. But And I think the Texans defense is better too. Yeah, you're not wrong in that. You're you're not wrong. 
Yeah. Like, you know how the Cowboys play right now. It's it's like, what defense does the Cowboys have? Like, what do they have? Like, their offensive line is terrible. That was the one thing that they had. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's, it's a far cry now for those guys. Yeah. Well, they had offensive line and they had Sean Lee, who kept getting injured. So that's about it. Okay, and then our final game for Monday Night Football. It is the Redskins versus the Saints. And if anybody takes the Redskins, you are a fool because I'm taking the Saints. Is that the only reason? (laughs) The Redskins, do they even have a wide receiver anymore? Yeah. Did let them all go. They're all gone. There's nobody there. Like, seriously. I love to see what happened when this seriously. game actually plays out and we actually find all their wide receivers. Oh, I'm just, beating oh, I'm just gonna eat my words if this happens. Like, have you ever in the last year? Like, we've done the Cyclone show for, like, three years. Have you ever heard, oh, man, I love this Redskin player? It's no. a different spectrum now. No, because there's nobody there. Nobody cares. The only one guy, the only guy that was there was Kirk Cousins, and he is gone. Well, you know, the idea of Kirk Cousins being a good Redskins player or a good football player is debatable. <laughs> that could. That's all they had. Well, no, no. See, like right now, they got Alex Smith and they got Adrian Peterson. Now, that's a dangerous combo. Yeah. So, I mean, they are competition this year. Okay, so like Adrian rest- Peterson is running up with his crutches. It reminds me of that episode of King of the Hill. Remember when, like, oh, you need that rushing record? And they just, like, the defensive team had this hands on the football after he fumbles it and just runs in. Now, while that's funny, the thing is, is that Adrian Peterson actually has been training and working out. He's been looking like a uh, – he's been looking and showing shades of his former self. He's well, not all the way there as he used to be. But right now, that's a dangerous combo. Not to mention that I think Herschel they're, Walker. They're like they're like the second strongest team in our division right now. I think Herschel I mean, Walker could give him a run for his money. Yeah, I mean you can't like throw stones at the Redskins right now just because they're the Redskins. That's me and Mark's job. No, I'm not even bashing the Redskins. I'm like, okay, Adrian Peterson, and they signed him at the last minute. By the way, no, that doesn't mean anything. They don't have wide receivers. They don't have like. I don't know. Uh, well, you're gonna have to bring up you're gonna have to bring up the depth chart on that and really like. I'll take tell a look you what. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna watch the game Monday, and if I'm wrong, I will. Wrong. Eat, I will eat my words on the next Cyclone episode. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, but, hey, uh, I'm not saying that your picks are bad. I'm just saying, whoo, you might have to look at that Redskins team again. But the defense isn't that great anymore. And I just think the Saints, like, with their offense, with Drew Brees and everything like that, and Drew Brees is in his final years, and he's really going all out. I don't know. That's a good story, and it it looks great. But the thing about it is he might actually meet his match this time. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm just picking the Saints this game. That's all. Um, And you picked your Redskins, right, Mark? I haven't made my pick yet. Oh, yeah, it's his turn. Um, I'm taking the Saints. 
All right, Jay, what do you pick? Well, if I was picking in this episode, and I might as well, I'll say Washington Redskins just to make it interesting. All right. Okay. It'll, be, it'll, be the, it'll be the first out of two times I'll actually do that. The second right. time is when they play Dallas. Now, okay, so we did our picks. We can talk about baseball for a second. Why? The Brewers made the playoffs. That's all I cared about. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you're the other team that made the playoffs then. Yes, we made the playoffs. Yeah, you can, you can do that. You can do that on your own time, sir. Move no, forward. I'm just saying that. Wait, this is my channel right now. Uh, you can you can add to this. I don't care. Nah, I really don't care at this point. We are filming from Scenic Allen's um channel. Yeah, yeah, we're just in this for like yeah, because Jay was at work. Um, yeah, Brewers made the playoffs. That's all I need to say. Congrats, mm. we made we won the division, Jay. Yeah, that's actually that's actually pretty good for your history. I'm not gonna lie. You know, you guys have been pushing and pulling to try to get there. I, I gotta give that to you this time. First time in like seven years. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not complaining. Um, no, I just said that that's just a cool moment for us in Milwaukee. So, it, yeah, like a lot, a lot of people celebrated, and I celebrated with them. Obviously, um, things happened. Hey, well, I just got to admit this. At least your baseball team didn't piss away their season in the end. Um, Phillies are one year away. No, the Phillies are getting up there. Like, dude, yeah, I thought yeah, I thought your team was because, only going to win 40 games. I, I mean, that's debatable because, one, the Braves are not that good. Let's be, wrong, let's be really honest. I, I don't get how the fuck they made the playoffs. And not only that, but Gabe Kepler is the worst damn Phillies manager I've ever seen in a long time. And him or the GM needs to go. I'm just saying it that way. Well, you have young talent. It's just like it needs to develop. Well, no, we've had we've been having a three way war. We've been having a three way war with Kepler as manager, the front office, and the team actually just trying to play the play the game. And it's been going on pretty bad because not only did we piss it away to the Braves, we choked out to the Rockies. That's the worst. Yeah, it's like just throw. It's like just throwing excrement on excrement, man, and it really smells. It's like throwing salt on the wound. No, 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 poop on poop. (laughs) Oh god, it's worse. Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh, it it is the saddest thing I've ever seen. On that note, on that note, I'm down. I'm, I'm, I'm out. All right. Well, this was an episode of J360's Cyclone. 